0: Hello everyone and welcome. This is Girly IY and today I'm going to be reading Sudha Murthy Part 4. It is such an amazing, amazing, amazing novel, guys, and I'm so really happy to read it out to you. It is going on so interesting, and if you have not checked out my other podcast, make sure that you go check that out. And yes, if you are new to my podcast, then a huge welcome. I... Do podcast on stories, poems, Korean lessons, and you know many more interesting things will come in the future. So yes, guys, stay tuned and thank you so much for hanging in there. So let's get started. Though Anupama would not admit it, Sumitra was right. Anubama had felt herself drawn to Anand ever since she saw him from the first floor of Doctor Desai's house. Vasamati had spoken of Anand occasionally, and he had captured her heart the moment she set eyes on him. As Mahashweta, when she walked, and when she had talked of love at first sight, she had been speaking from her own heart. However, she was a practical girl, well aware of her situation. Given the difference in the background, she knew that it would be unrealistic of her part to dream of a life with Anand. She was the eldest daughter of a poor village school teacher and destined to struggle all her life. She was aware that Anand was favored by Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth, though she had herself the blessings of Saraswati, the goddess of learning. Anupama's life had never been an easy one. She also had no clue as to what Anand felt about her and did not wish to end up with a broken heart. Reaching out for a star in the sky would only lead to disappointment. This was the first time she had kept a secret from Sumi. Anupama had always shared her thoughts and feelings with her, but somehow she was reluctant to breathe a word about her feelings for Anand. Anupama woke up early the next morning to prepare her notes. Sumitra who was lying in bed, mumbling lazily. "Hanu, the play just play was just yesterday, but you're up early as usual. You always work so hard. Don't you need a break?" "Sumi, if I don't work hard, I will lose my scholarship and that will be end of my career." Sumitra sat up by hugging her pillow and said, Anu, you are completing your post graduation this year. Why are you so worried now? Sumi, that is the first reason I'm worried. You know that from the first year of college till now, I have survived from scholarships. If I don't secure a good rank, I won't be on, able to do my PhD, and I'd have to find a job. Sumitra was silent. It was true that shamana could not afford to pay for his daughter's education. His wife, Shabaka, Anupama's stepmother had told her husband categorically let us not educate her further it might be difficult to find a husband for her besides she would not support us she has to marry and go some day to someone else's house anupama had been devastated But unfortunately, she won a scholarship and escaped from her stepmother's clutches. Shabaka and her daughters, Vasuda and Nanda, did not like Anupama. The main reason was that Anupama was very good-looking and her stepsisters were plain. Sheer jealousy prompted them to taunt Anupama by saying that just because she could write a few lines, she was too proud of herself. Shamana was a timid man. He was completely subservient to his second wife's will, and was not in a position to help his eldest daughter, and it was ultimately Shabaka who made all the major decisions at home. But fate had been kind to Anapama. the endowment by a generous donor for educating a girl child from the village, stipulating that if she performed well, she would get a stipend every year, as long as she wished to study, had come to rescue her. Anupama, who was in the final year of her M.A., was still eligible for the scholarship. In four months, Sumitra and Anupama would go to their separate ways, Sumitra would go back to her home and get married. Though her family was very well off and could afford to pay her every dowry, sadly her dark complexion would still be a problem. Sumitra would tease Anupama, Anu, when I stand next to you, I could ward off the evil eye from you. To which Anupama would say, Sumi, don't talk such rubbish. Over the few days, Anupama exercised enormous self control and banished Pundarika from her mind, concentrating on her studies instead. Anupama was never far from Anand's thoughts. He did not know anything about her save that she was a gifted actress and a lovely girl. Anand had occasionally dreamed about the woman he would marry one day and he was certain of one thing. She would be beautiful. The shadowy figure that had been hovering the edges of his dreams now stood unveiled and bummed. His mother was a domineering woman. She was always nagging Anand to get married, but he had not given it a serious thought so far. Anand wanted a beautiful bride. His mother wanted one who could find their status in the community. Finding a girl who satisfied this condition was proving to be rather difficult. But now Anand could see his bride clearly. It was Anupama. With her fair complexion, beautiful long hair and dimpled cheeks, he did not know that she felt about him and to which community that she belonged or even whether she was already engaged to somebody. Deep in thought, he came to the terrace outside his room. The lovely Parajita blooms reminded him of Anupama. He tried to recall for the first time he had heard about her. It had always been in Dr. Desai's house. Surely he was Smati's brother. Srinath would know about her. Feeling elated, he went to call Srinath. Srinath, I want to talk to you about something. Oh, no problem. You can come to Akka's house. Srinath agreed to wait for Anand at the Kama Hotel. Anand had never been in such a situation before and he began to grow more and more nervous. Waiting for the university results had never been less nerve wracking. Srina looked at him surely and said, "Well, doctor, you look like a patient today. Oh, it's nothing. Why didn't you come to see the play? I watched some of the rehearsals when Anupama and his friends had come to Akka's house. Is that so? Yes. After all, her father is my brother-in-law's friend. Where is she from? Oh, so that's the reason you have invited me here for the tea, Trina said. If I had known this earlier, I wouldn't have settled for anything less than a dinner. Yes, I don't want to learn. I do want to learn more about Anupama I confessed Anand. Why? Do you want to marry her? Yes. Do so you have the courage to disobey your mother and marry her? Once again, despair clouded his mind. Did she belong to some other community, or was she already engaged? A beautiful girl like Anupama might have been already spoken for a long time back. Shreya read his mind. Anand, she belongs to our community, but she is from an extremely poor background. Anand was relieved. He knew that his mother was very keen on money. As long as the girl belonged to the right community, she would come around. Srinath, however, was more worldly wise. He tried to match out that Radhika might not be happy with the match, and that was not the same stages. But Anand said joyfully, "Ava will agree. My happiness is more important to her than money. His filial love had made him blind to his mother's weakness. Srinath kept quiet so yes guys that is it for this podcast i will be reading the next part in the part five of sadhamurthy mahashweta and it's very nice and it's going on so amazing i can't wait to read out the ending for you guys because it has a very very you know it it has a different story in the ending okay so her life literally changes and it's going to be very different so i'm really excited about this guys i really hope you guys had a great time in listening to my podcast take care and i'll be back with another podcast thank you